This is Boat Crew RPG with The Learning Curve. Alright, so as we established last time, you all took, took a nap. Or at least Jennifer and Tony did. Meanwhile, Alicia probably is still going like, still grappling with, oh yeah, I think I need to, uh, they're dealing with the new thoughts in her head right now as she's like had two very uh, influential people talk to her today. Yeah. She's probably been basically very, very slowly, carefully sewing while thinking about this because that's one thing she knows that is a unique to her almost form of good she can do. And we did mention Magnolia a bit earlier in passing. Yeah. And I'll say by this point you managed you you're getting close to finishing it. It's you still you still got a I'd say you're about you know seventy-ish percent done. Maybe seventy-five. That's something she takes some real pride in. Despite all the rest of this, at least she knows that this is a kind of good that no one can even argue about, no matter what their opinion on superheroes is. All right, so you all you know, spend your activities doing whatever, and then the sun sets, and you it's, you start to feel it's a bit cold. The air starts to feel a bit colder. It's, it's getting you know closer. It's in the you're in the fall season now, so there's a bit of a chill in the air as you all head out. Now I'm, I'm kind of curious. So would you say you you guys are more in your summer costumes or? Do you, do you think you'll like have, wait till like your official hero costumes come in for the to change, or you will have like winter outfits planned out? Um, given that Alchemy's is close to a hazmat suit, hers is most of the seasons, and involves a little climate controlling built in with the air filtration on it. But she's also having to go through this in street clothes because she's got a role to play right now. All right, a role that she's feeling a little mixed about, but. Still, it's a role to play. And how about Tony? Tony does not uh, like does not have a winter outfit yet, um, due to insulation provided by fur patches. So, waiting for the new costume to come in for sure. All right. How about Jennifer? I think she's not really very bothered by the cold. Uh, she's the type that would probably absentmindedly grab one of her hoodies and throw it over her costume if she got cold. She doesn't like to make a whole lot of fuss about it. Alright. So, all three of you head out, and I'll say, you don't even have to make a whole You notice that, that people are starting to like, there's several, quite a few people heading in the same direction as you. So, are you going in costume, or are you going in playing clothes? I guess plain clothes makes the most sense. Yeah. At this stage. I mean, Alicia had figured she would be going in as plain clothes, which would allow the other two to back up her up in costume if she needed. And she could basically have a mic running to them because everyone's got their cell phone devices. Yeah. But we don't know this place, right? So we, we have not, we have yeah, not no, taken the time not. to scout it out. Which we could have done instead of napping, but also napping is nice. Um, so I think that that is quite risky. We could also just uh, 
say that they have the costumes on underneath like a hoodie and sweatpants because that's in season. Okay. So Tony has the at least has the costume under the clothing. How about Jennifer? Would you do the same thing or Yeah, I think she'd do the same, have the costume underneath. All right. And Alicia will be in her drone, which is as usual in a backpack disguise when it's not flying around. Alright. So the so yeah, as you get close, like I said, there's a lot of people heading your direction. They're going the same direction. And when you when you arrive, it's like a it's I say it's like an old it's, it's an old abandoned building somewhere. Yeah, let's say it's close closer to the shore, but it's it's far away from the uh anthill uh territory. So as you go in there, you see it's quite a crowd that showed up. You see like you know, maybe upwards of at least a hundred people, maybe even more. It's, it's it's dark and it's hard to tell. But yeah, as you get closer, like you, there's like a you go into the building and there's just like hundred you know, at least hundred, maybe two hundred people there, all just like wa- looking around, waiting, wondering what's going on. Looks like they're waiting for something. She's just gonna pretty much just blend into the crowd. She's going to have given an uh, advance the flight suggestion that we should spread out because. Everyone has seen us together at school. So if our pictures show up here, it's the same kind of problem. But us being apart, we're less likely to be noticed or picked out of the crowd. Just stay where we can see each other and hear each other if something happens. All right. So then more, more and more people like filter in. And like I said, so the whole, it's like the whole building is filled with just people. And then. You hear a, a voice call, you know, someone calls out for attention. You all look forward and it's like a, there's like a bit of a scaffolding, not a scaffolding, a railing, that's it. A railing above you. And the think might have been like an old factory you're in, but it's like all the machinery and stuff has been like stripped out, but there is still like a railing that's going above you guys. And you look up and you see a member of the truth. And Tony, you recognize it's, it's the woman who handed out pamphlets and uh, flyers to you a while ago. I think Tony is going to whisper, oh my god, it's the flyer lady! And immediately also scan the crowd to see uh, how many of the other students are here, like what's the average age? Jennifer brought uh, up the age of Alicia earlier, so... So yeah, uh, for that, give me uh, a sense of situation goal for that. What did you get? I got an eight. Uh, okay, so what you can tell that there's not like, mostly like there's most the, the crowd seems to skew mostly towards like 30 and under. Okay, so uh, Katroni is going to communicate that to the rest of the team. Uh, say like it seems like we are young, but also there's like the the whole crowd. Is how do you say that? Uh, people that don't ha- usually have kids yet. Age, like those are two separate messages. Just like kids that don't have or uh, people that don't have kids yet, and that is the inter- that is the message sent, and then a separate message underneath that just says age. It's impressive. Tony is using words. <laughs> This is striking Alicia as odd that she's also going to 
survey the situation and see what she can know about this. She didn't actually meet the flyer lady who approached Tony's group before, so there wouldn't have been a moment of recognition, but she does know that she does have to pick up what's going on here. All right, so... I got a 12. So what's your roll again? 12 on my assessment situation. All right, so with also you can ask two questions off the list. Then what, what would you like to ask? Uh, what is the biggest threat here? Okay, when you look, when you see, you look at, you see the woman there, and you can tell that she, she, she probably, she seems very confident. She knows how to handle herself, but you realize, like, she, she like looks over towards something, like almost deferentially towards someone, like standing off in the, in the shadows. You can't see, make out. All right, and then the second question. And since Alicia is really tired of being the one who's pushed around feeling lately. What here is the most vulnerable to me? Okay, so you know that that scaffolding, it, it, it's definitely, it's, it's a bit older, it's still stable, but you think, you notice like a few well-placed acid grenades could definitely bring that whole thing down. Now, you could do that, but there's still a lot of people in the building, so just letting you know what is vulnerable, not necessarily what's smart to do. So you could do a lot of structural damage inside right now. Yeah, she's used to things that might accidentally cause structural damage. But that's not the, her goal. Her goal would be learn and be able to have an escape route for as many people as possible if things go stranger south. And that, yeah, so you, you, you do manage to like, do some math thing. So if I knock that out, through here, then you, you would be able to like, knock a hole into like, the wall without hurting anyone. Which is the important part. Yes. Despite all of this anger and everything else, she still has like a savior of plus two. So she really doesn't want the innocence to be caught up in her own anger and has that much self-consciousness. All right. So then the the fly woman like raises her hands. Listen, ladies, ladies and gentlemen and everyone else. I'm glad that you all decided to come here tonight. I know you have questions, and let me assure you, they will be answered. May I direct your attention to my right? And the per if you see a person, like like a, a spotlight comes out and illuminates a person standing to her right, uh, you see, it looks like a, it's a it's a person wearing like a full like face mask and like a almost like robes thing, like white robes. Kind of reminds you of a ten, like face, a tenderbrise slash snow face, but it's all white. And the person just doesn't say anything. They just walk forward across the, was really away from the speak right from the woman. Now I know that many of you have felt that the city has become dangerous lately. That a lot of activity has happened. There's a lot of a lot of changes between the. Uh, between the fault, between the death of the Lightning Baron, the recent attack on the docks from the anthill, and I've heard it, there's even been rumors that the Lindworm has been sighted recently. Now, I'm here to tell you that we have a solution. We are here to show you the truth. The truth is, we don't need to rely on the heroes just for them. We're here to show you the truth that everyone can be strong. And then she gestures towards the person in the, in the 
in the white. And as you watch, you they suddenly like it looks like the night god's power. Like you see the sh- the same shadow like just cover their body, and then they jump off the railing. They land on like a little stage that's been cleared to people, and they just land like they they drop, jump like thirty feet and they just land perfectly safe. The black like the shadow fades from their body, and then you see that like, you see like like the robe sort of like shift and change, and then all of a sudden, like 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 in, like like a scorpion limbs and a tail like emerge from underneath the robe. And you see, like, like the body, like shape shifts into like a scorpion thing, which you know, you all of you have seen before, like in pictures and stuff. Like that is a power of like one of those other superheroes in the city, EXO. And then this, then the, the shape shifting like reverts, and then you see bat wings like fall out from under the, from under the robes, and you see again that's Echo. That's a different hero's powers, and the speaker points and says. We offer you powers of every single super in this city. If you come to us, we can grant you their powers. For briefly, I must admit, but we can offer you all of them. And that at, a, at that point, the whole crowd just goes like a. It basically just people start talking all over each other and stuff. There's just just noise all around you. So Jennifer, what's going through your head when you see that? I think she's very startled. Um, like her chest probably has her heart beating and she's looking through the crowd for Tony and Alicia because I imagine we spread out a little bit just to see their take on it because, you know, she feels like at this exact moment, perhaps they're in a place where a lot of danger is going to overtake them and perhaps even with the three of them together, they may not get out of this. I think as soon as she meets Tony's eyes. She'll see that they are extremely worried and transfixed on whatever is happening. Um, and overall startled. Alicia is simultaneously terrified and curious because she knows that the attempts to infuse powers in people doesn't necessarily have the best survival rate, especially if you try to put too much too quickly in a single person. Curious because she doesn't understand where they managed to collect enough information to pull this off. She's guessing basically like residue left behind at all the various superpowered fights over the last couple of decades. And, you know, a what do they mean by all kind of question. And curious at the same time, besides all of this nerves and possible implications and so on like that, because of a lot of, well, if they can do this and I can find out how they do this, I can probably do something a lot smarter in the long run than party favors that screw up people's genetics. Maybe I could actually help people instead of just try to make them want to follow me. Alright. And so the speak so that once the, the speaker mad like you know, some time passes, but the speaker manages like five thousand pounds. I know you have questions. However, I'm afraid I can't give them all tonight. If you are interested, there will be ways to reach out to us. 
He will be listening, rest assured. And if you're worried about, you know, some of those who feel like we have to spread the word, feel free. Tell everyone. Tell the whole world that about what's happened here tonight. And for those who are still wondering that this might be a trick, this might be just a show, then I would well, like to direct your attention. And then she points out towards her left. And you see that quite clearly it's it's uh it's Helen. Like in her in, in her outfit, in her costume though, as Sunbeam. You see like she's a in like in like a looking into like one of the windows. We have invited the scouts here to demonstrate our the effectiveness of what we're promised, of our promise. And at that once like once the spotlight is she like tries to duck duck back and then you see, you see like the window sort of explode through as like the scouts come in and try to attack, try to like they leap into action. And as they do so, you see like a couple more people all in white robes, like full face masks, just like suddenly like appear in the crowd. They start like, like the robes start shifting around as like like they, they mutate or something, some other power like, activates. And then just chaos and rest of people start running all over in every direction. What do you three do? Alicia is going to duck into the equivalent of the corner that can't be on a camera or something like that because it's time for a fast costume change. All right. Because there's got to be somewhere where people would not be directly seeing this happen. All right. Now, uh, what's Jennifer doing? Jen is looking between Helen and Tony and Alicia. And upon one of those scans, she sees that Alicia suddenly missing. So not knowing whether she went for a costume change or if something happens to her, she tries to close the gap between herself and Tony for safety and numbers. And when she reaches them, says, Tony, I think things are getting worse before they're going to get better. I think we have to find a quiet place to uh, dip out and, you know, change. I think as as soon as you make your way over to them, Tony will meet you somewhere in the middle and uh yeah no exactly um oh boy and they also find a corner get like rip the the sweat pants and the and the sweater off it's it's somewhere in a dark corner now and then there's three extra superheroes in the mix so yeah i'll say that by the time all three of you change you say like yo there's like, like, there's enough gaps. Like, there's like you know fights going on now between the scouts and the members of the troop. And I'll say, I'll say, as you like look, as you're surveying it for a moment, you can tell like there's about uh, like half a dozen that you can see members of the truth in the white robes start squaring off against the other rest of the scouts. And all three of you just, just make me a roll. This you will make solid. Just give me a straight roll. Don't mark potential ten. for this if you feel this. Seven. This is a ten. So so nine. Sorry. So a seven from Jennifer, a nine and a ten from the other two. All right. So with that, Jennifer, I'll say you get some. You like you're about to th- go in action, and all of a sudden things. You just find yourself like slowing down, like it's like you're moving through molasses, and then that even that seems fast. It's like you were, like you pretty much just stop moving, like 
like you, you're you still feel your heartbeat going. It's just everything is slowed down. Your your whole body just slowed down. And I'll say uh, you don't know what's going on, but I'll say Tony and and Alicia or Alchemy and Katroni, you see that almost like a little bubble has just started popping up in the crowds, and you can tell like once the people who are in the bubbles, they just like the time seems to crawl to a slow inside the bubbles. Like people are, you can see people moving, but it's like fractions of an inch every second. And as you and after a second, you look up and you realize it's the flyer woman, like just like throwing out bubbles with her, with her bare hands. Can I walk up to one of these bubbles and try to pop it? No, it, it's more like a. I say bubble. It's it's, it's almost like like you see like there's like a like a sphere like you know like iridescent sheen stuff to it, and and when you poke your finger into it, like it, so it's it feels so weird, like. You poke your finger into it, and your your, your hand feels like it's, it stops, almost like you're poking something like a rock, but then it moves, and then when you pull your hand back, it feels like you're trying to almost like you're trying to pull your finger out of like a wet some like cement or something. It's harder to leave than to than to exit, I mean to enter. Hey, Mister Storyteller, is that woman up on the scaffolds still? Yes, I'm going to. Wield my powers to take down those saplings safely, and I believe I get a plus one towards this for acting on my assessing the situation. Yes, you do. Curse you! You, you advance so much, you actually have co- you have competence in your powers. Curse you! Well, you can curse your own decision for also having upped my freak today twice. So what'd you get? I got a thirteen. Okay, so when you wield your powers on a 13, you get to choose two. You could take hold of something vulnerable to you. You create something useful from your environment, neutralize an opponent or threat, at least for now. So pick two from that list. I am going to neutralize the opponent and threat, at least for now, because that power's coming down and she's going to have a real hard time focusing on what she's doing. Until she figures out what to do when she lands. And right, what's the second one? Well, I don't know if the fact that I'm freeing people would be taking something vulnerable to me. Otherwise, I actually would love to just, you know, patch some of that debris and perhaps have a spare weapon in my hand or something like that that I can use as a useful implement on the next problem that shows up. Okay, I'll say that, yeah, you managed, you, you managed like, dismantle the scat, the railing in perfect, with this exact way to, like, you know, like, it'll, it'll, like, you know, temporarily disable the, uh, the, the bubble lady, and also allow, like, like, uh, like, just a perfect, like, little, like, a, like, a staff-sized uh, piece of metal will land in your hands, or whatever. Awesome. I like it. So yeah, like you, you like start throwing grenades and like they explode, and you like the scaffolding completely collapse. But uh, again, like in a way that won't hit anyone, and the bubble lady maybe just like puts a bubble in her, puts herself in a bubble as she like lands. But you can tell like it's she, she like starts to just slowly descend the bubble as she starts falling, and she she feels like her eyes move around at normal speed though, as she's like looking around to see where that came from. One arm up in the air, catch that big old metal piece of scaffolding for that stack. Nice. All right. Now, Tony, what do you do? 
So after trying to pop the bubble, <laughs> um, Tony is going to get on the scaffolding as well to get a better overview of who else is there and trying to make their way over to uh, the scouts. All right. So I'll say when you get up top, I won't, I'm going to roll for this. I'll just say you see like like the scouts are definitely like they're fighting like off against the the the, the robed members of the truth, but it looks like they're having some trouble because, like I said, the the white robes they're pulling out all the powers. As in, you could you could see like you know you you see revolution, you see someone like going fast as fast as revolution. You see some more people like 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 you know the the shadow armor of the night guard. But it is still only one power per person, right? It's not that somebody is using the powers of two superheroes combined. It's only one at a time. But you can tell like they can like pull out like one person can pull out multiple powers, but they only do it one at a time. Okay. Um Yeah, no, I think Tony will still first try to reconvene with Helen. Alright. Or with Sunbeam. Alright, so now Jennifer. If you were just if you were just a civilian, I'd say you're stuck in that for the rest of the fight. But you're a superhero. What do you do? Well, I agree with Tony. There's safety in numbers, especially when there's multiple people using powers that I am not exactly intimately sure of. So I would also naturally go towards Helen to find safety in numbers. All right. So you're still in the bubble. So I'll say you're you're, you're like it's you can move, but you're so so slow. That's, you have to make it give a. I'd say you have to like uh, do your abuse of powers to get out of this, so you can actually you know, act in a, in a before the fight's over. Oh boy! Okay. <sighs> All right, so, you're still hoping. So yeah, I would accept. Uh, so what's what is it called? Uh, unleash your powers. I would accept. Yeah, roll plus your freak. My freak is plus one, so I roll an eleven. Oh dang! So yeah. So yeah, th- you would build your powers accidentally. There's, you're not. It's not unstable or temporary. So, uh, do you want to describe it, or do you want me to? Mm, you can go ahead. Okay. So I'll say you 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 reach out with your powers, and you you get like you get weird with them. And I'll say anyone watching this feels like a bit of a headache going on. It's like you think like a black hole might appear one second, but then it it vanishes almost the next second, and the next you know level pops. Metaphorically, and you're back into real time, and you and the like the, the p- other people that were trapped in the time bubble, I also I feel like it's you can't feel yourselves catch up to, to normal time. But yeah, you, you had to like dip into like you had to go really like weird, like multiple like you know, layers of quantum physics there for a second. It, it some weird formula that was that was tricky even for you, and you're so not quite sure how you did that. Not sure how I did it. Glad I pulled it off, though. So yeah, because because if those listening home, you attack black holes can make time work weird. Gravity in general makes time work weird when you really get down to it. But anyway, so yeah, now you now that so next turn next turn you will be able to act really. But so you you have to spend the turn doing that essentially. Now back to alchemy. There's still six of the uh, of the white robe truth members up, and the, they have the, look, look. They look like they have the upper hand in the fight just right now. 
All right. Um, well, I'm insecure, so I'm going to do something foolhardy without consulting anybody. And I'm going to rush right in to try to disrupt their whole thing by surprise, since I've already surprised people by knocking down those scaffolds and try to basically fan out a circle of my foam grenades to slow them down and immobilize them while simultaneously distracting everything and throwing off the beat of the fight. So basically, you charge and throw grenades all in a circle around you. Pretty much. I'm wielding my powers again. Okay. So, yeah. So, I'll say that... No, I'll just... Yeah, I'll definitely say people will get caught in the... You'll have some collateral from this, but... Just make the roll. That is a 12. I am on fire for the rolling powers. Alright, so I'll say that, yeah, you managed to just throw... You make like a little uh, arena, almost, of foam grenades... However, you do you manage to catch several civilians, and let me check which one do you also catch? I'll say you catch not Susan, not, I mean not Helen. I'll catch so you catch the other girl, fail point of the scouts in one of the foam grenades, just like a leg or something. All right. Well, for twelve, I do get two, so neutralizing a threat at least for now is slowing down all these people and taking hold of something vulnerable to me. Since I did all this out of run, I'm going to run through, and as I see her getting caught up in the foam of grenade, jump, pull, grab an arm, and help yank her out before it finishes hardening, so she's not going to be fully immobilized by it. All right, because so I'm yeah, using I'll my powers successfully. All right, so yeah, with that, I'll say you manage like you pull her out, so she's not immobilized, but she does have like a bit of a almost like a cast on her leg. Yeah, with a quick quiet. Sorry about that. And she just sort of like gives you like a bit of a sting guy. All right, now Tony, you. I'll say I made it to Helen. Yeah, I'll say that count as the foolhardy thing, though. Yes, yes. All right, because I'll say like you really like run past some of the white-robed truth members as like they just they are just taken aback by the sheer audacity of what you just did. And so Tony, yeah, you see uh, Sunbeam. She is currently like locked in combat with the truth member who is using the powers of. uh, the night guard. Okay. Um, I'm going to. Um, hmm. I think Tony is just going to dive into that whole fight. To be quite honest. Okay. So sounds like you're directly engaging the threat. Yeah, claw extended, claws extended, but trying to still do non-lethal damage. So trying to to knock them out rather than. Then actively slice them up. All right, yeah. So give me give me the roll plus your uh, danger, I believe. That's a ten on the dice plus two is twelve. Um, right, so... so that means I'm going to at least resist their blows. Okay. Um, then you can take something from them. Be an opportunity. A press surprise and frighten. Yeah, I wanna. I wanna. Impress slash frighten them to start moving away from this place. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. I don't want to frighten them. Don't want to frighten them. They are already scared. Um, instead, I want to take something from them. Okay, I will allow that. I'll okay, so I'm, I'm going to take over for this is a brief second. So, yeah, you break your claws across the, the 
the the cop the co- power st- copier, but you know, it feels so weird because like you've never like touched the night guard, so you wouldn't have any pirate experience. But when you like break your claws, it feels kind of like glass, but it's not cutting the glass. And so it, you, like you feel your claws like break across it, but it doesn't like it, it's it's like it's so weird to feel. And you don't seem to do any visible damage, but I will say, as soon as you like you attack, you you see like the the shadow sort of fade from the body, and they 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 take a step backwards as like this their body their body language sort of becomes more cautious now. Oh, oh, we can play with this. All right, now Jennifer. Hi. So yeah, I'll say that you. So. The, the closest combatants to you are the two two boys of uh, the scouts. What are the names? Uh, uh, Shepard and Backlash. Those are the two closest towards you. Shepard is he kind of looks like a. It's got it's got like a bit of a, almost like an Old Testament robe look to him, and you see like it's got like a shepherd's crook on his hands. It looks like it's got some made of metal or something. You're not sure what, and you see like. Uh, Almost like uh, like a sheep, like, like almost made of like a like bright yellow energy, like like a, uh, protectively circling him. And as for backlash, you see he's got like red, almost like not that's not armor, but it's it's like a red costume going on. And you see it's 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 almost looks more like a martial artist outfit. It's like you know knuckle guards, some. Uh, like you know, be- you know, very easily bendable uh, limbs, a bit like a belt go on it. So yeah, those those are the two closest to you, and then they're facing off against three of the truth members. Um, Jen looks at the shepherd. She kind of raises an eyebrow, thinking like, "Wow, what a lame costume! What a lame concept!" Um, but she does notice that there's kind of an energy field around him. I would like to unleash my powers so that I may um ooh, should I directly engage a threat? Mm. Uh opinion corner. I want to have the first move. So I'm guessing that would just be unleashing. So what, what, what are you trying to do? are you trying to attack somebody or are you trying to <laughs> like alter the environment? Are you trying to like change up this and change up the status quo? What I would like to do is create um an energy field around myself that is directly opposite to that of whatever i can tell the shepherd is and basically run up to them like um hamster ball soccer and just yeet them in the opposite direction against the nearest surface two at once so you try so it's less so you're trying to like move the shepherd like to a safer spot are you trying to like use them as like a almost like a pinball to like hit an attack an enemy yeah, I'm trying to pinball them both. Okay, so that's that's it. That's it. Directly engage a threat then. Okay, let me roll for that. Wow. Okay, and I succeed because twelve. Uh, so yeah, with twelve, I'll say yeah. You, so yeah, uh, you know, resist the void, the opportunity, take something, mm-hmm. press the price Friday. Mm, I'm gonna create an opportunity for Tony, who's closest to me. All right. By the way, are you? That's, are you are you doing any kind of condition moves? Because that sounds a bit mean. <laughs> just hey guy, I don't 
Why don't you just a pinball? And just what came to mind when you said he had a force field around him? Uh, yeah, it's like a like it's not a force field. It's more like a there's almost like a like a Green Lantern like construct thing circling him. Well, he gonna fly with it. Okay, so uh, I'll yeah. So yeah. So what do you, what what do you spend your su- success on? Um, creating opportunity for Tony. And uh, what's the other one? Avoid mm, the blows. Avoid any incoming blows. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I'll say you r- you run up to the little the sheep thing and you. Like for a moment, there's like a bit of like like a pushback, but then like it just almost like a rubber band just flies forward, and it just like it just totally like t- get, takes one of the guy, one of the truth members in the stomach, and just he takes goes flying. I, I would say that guy's just down now. He's just down. So now all down from six to five, and as so the shepherd's like, "How'd you do that?" He turns to you. I'll yell physics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then, uh, Alchemy, what do you do? All right. Uh, when I'm thinking this is the moment. You're thinking this is the moment? Oh, it seems like a pretty good moment. So, because there's, there's, there's still a few civilians in the thing, and they're like hiding in the corner. Some people are still trapped in the bubbles. So, yeah, there's all kinds of audience. So, tell me, how does your moment of truth play out? All right. Alchemy is going to just kind of shout out. Enough is enough. No one has a monopoly on truth. And we can all become the heroes we need by looking out for each other, not by playing God. And she is going to, on playing God, throw out that pile she has of all of her flashbang, pyrotechnic technic things to blind and startle and confuse the members of the truth who are still engaged in various levels with their companions, friends, um, frenemies almost, depending on how Helen feels on a given moment, and start swinging in with that staff she took from before to try and start knocking out everybody who doesn't have the chance to realize they have the ability to defend with all of this blindness and pyrotechnic mayhem going on. Okay. So I won't make you... I don't think I have to make a rule for that. Let me just find where the... She is. Wait one second. Let me do that. So yeah. So that happens. And I'll say that you know, f- like f- five out of... You know, four out of five of the remaining uh, truth members are you know, blinded and then disabled by your uh, your show. And I'll say, you look, and you definitely see, you ha- see Helen turn and look at you, and you see like her, uh, like even though through a mask, you see her eyes widen. So you just see like her mouth go like, just fall open as she looks at you. And I noticed in the bits of detail here that when she used her moment of truth, her you locked the label. Yeah, and what, what label have, would you like to lock? Well, since I have a superior three, and I just basically knocked out the crowd here. I'm going to say, at least in that one particular sense, Alchemy is never going to doubt her confidence again. Superior is going to be locked at three. Ooh, okay. I could play with that. Yes. So, yeah. So, once the last truth member sees the, you know, the display, they, you see them teleport out of there with the same method you see, you see in Tenebrae use. Uh, all the rest are still disabled. So, the fight's over now. 
So, what do you guys do now? Alchemy's going to look at everyone else and say, let's get these guys secured. After their power boost wears off, I'm pretty sure that they're going to have some really useful information. And it's probably going to have something to do with that which is missing. Jen nods. Uh, she's trying to help around some of the people that may ha- perhaps have gotten uh, in the way of the flashbangs and all. And she's going to yell back, yeah, I'm, I'm very eager to see how the heck they harness these powers. And I will say, you, you yell back, as you hear a bit of a ringing in your ears. As that, that was a lot of stuff going off, and you're not immune to that. And since they're out, and there's a few moments of calm before we really have to start hog-tying everybody, Alchemy's going to check in on the members of the scouts first, also, to make sure that they're okay. And um, use whatever chemical she's got in her belt to help get that bit of foam off a uh, break point. Pale point, yeah. Pale point, yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's very similar to what Tony is doing. Tony is, for a minute, Tony is standing in between the device that they were touching and, and, and well, trying to get to know a little bit, but they are not a, they are not a device person. Um, and between the scouts, but then quickly turn to the scouts in order to get them up their feet so that they can start helping getting all of these people out of the building, clear the, clear the crime scene, or at least clear the scene. Um, and then, uh, so that we can then report. Oh, and any injuries, um, first aid person here, definitely seen the injuries before and, and get back. Especially civilian injuries. All right, so yeah, I'll say this: you, know, you can definitely tell that like, there's the, the civilians, the few that are, so few that are still there. They're, they're like all kinds of buzz going on about the you know what happened, you guys, and how awesome you know alchemy was at that moment. So there's all kinds of chatter going on, and you know when when you secure the uh, the the truth members, like some of them, like they're, they're still unconscious, and I'll say you know, you you're the the when the woman the, the bubble woman like she when she finally reaches the ground she sees all the chaos and she just 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 quietly goes i surrender like with a big steel but a bit of a mocking smile on her face i think tony is standing right next to her and is like looking at her confused and he's like well i wasn't asking but uh that thanks i guess well, why the smirk <laughs> and then she, her smile gets even bigger because I know the truth of the matter and you don't ah no you can't do this to me it's and unfair I, and I think with that we can take our next break as you know like you guys knock down the crime scene and uh, wait for the rest of the heroes to arrive want to find out more about the story join our discord channel The link is in the description.